This is To The Point with Marcus Anna, where we cut through all the noise to discuss the things driving the world of automotive sales and service. Let's get to it. Powered by Rocket. There is arguably no technology company more highly regarded in the automotive retail world right now than Techion. Since launching in 2016, the end-to-end cloud-based solutions company has quickly become one of the go-to sources when it comes to meeting the demands of the new digital era that is redefining how vehicles are sold and serviced. Be it the company's real-time CRM customer relationship management applications or its eSign online payment and delivery system, it's practically impossible not to hear the name Techion when among those discussing automotive digital retailing. But considering that there are now so many tech companies on the market aimed at helping dealerships enhance their digital capabilities, how has Techion managed to become so highly regarded in the business? Even more, given that the digital retail world seems to be constantly evolving, how has the tech company been able to stay ahead of the curve? And how will it work to remain on the cutting edge of auto retail as it goes through one of its most transformative periods ever? To answer those questions, to the point went directly to the source, interviewing Jay Vijayan, the CEO and founder of Techion, who also shares some interesting tidbits on how his own car buying experience prompted him to start the company. Jay, thank you for joining us on To The Point. You're most welcome, Marcus. Glad to be here. Looking forward to our conversation. So, so Jay, let's let's dig in with the the first question that that really comes to mind. What what prompted the launch of Techia? Yeah. Um, so the the first is the you know experience what I went through in my you know day to day consumer life. Right, started. Um, I was trying to buy a BMW. This was in you know 2009. Um, so went through that experience, and I felt like why car buying experience you know should be this bad. Um, I was very clear on what I wanted to buy. Um, I did my homework on the car. I was ready to pay the money, but it still took like you know grueling eight hours me and my wife had to go through, right? So that was, I would say, kind of the trigger of the problem statements, how things started. Um, The whole process of buying a car, sometimes even taking a car to, you know, service. After I, you know, I've already been there seven times, eighth time they will still ask my name, email address, and all kinds of details again. In today's day and age, as you could imagine, 15, 20 years ago, you could still shop in Amazon once and you could log in after a year. Um, it still remembers everything um, you've done a year ago. And again, right. let alone we all do it like every hour, not every year <laughs> right. doing the shopping online, right? Uh, but the bigger picture from a vision perspective, you know, started early days, even when I was uh, at Oracle, um, the large um, you know, enterprise software company. Um, I had a thought about, you know, we could build a better software as a service 
cloud native application. So that was kind of the seed of the idea when it started. It firmed up when um, I was at Tesla. Um, I think that Tesla gave me an incredible opportunity to build a platform for the new generation automotive company. And I felt, you know what, there is an opportunity to build a technology platform for the automotive industry. I know I will never get the entire industry running on my platform. I would love that. But even if it's a big percentage of the industry running on that technology platform, I felt we could bring huge value to the industry and to a big percentage of our consumers. Um, I think that's um, pretty much the premises of uh, you know why um, I started Techion. So, so let's talk about the core business model because you know what? We hear so much talk about new tech in this space. Um, and, and I think I'm probably not the only one. We hear so much about new tech that it gets to a point where we're trying to figure out what tech does what. So yeah. what is it that, that Techion does? Like what is the core business model for, for, for the company? Yeah. Uh, so I'll start with that, you know, 10,000 foot and then just drill down into the details, Marcus. And it's a great question. It's an important question. You're right. I mean, there's lots of tech that is available. There are, you know, many great tech companies solving many small problems. And at the same time, there are not, you know, great technology as well, because there are many antiquated um, software that exists for decades with minimal, bringing very minimal value to it. Um, so what Techion does is bringing the ecosystem together in one seamless platform. That's the 10,000 foot view, which is the manufacturer, the dealer slash retailer, and all of the ecosystem partners so that we can bring the best to the consumer, right? Today's modern consumer needs the best consumer experience, transparency, and the convenience that they're looking for. And they will go to where they are getting it, right? So they, consumers don't shy away from telling us that, right? That's why you see Amazon, Apple, or Google being super successful in the consumer world because they provide what the consumers are looking for in terms of experience, transparency, and you know, convenience. So now coming back to the automotive industry, so that's 10,000 foot. I know it's too broad. Now let's double click on that. So we've created um, three clouds, one technology platform, very focused on consumer segments. So let's start with automotive retail cloud. So retail cloud is focused on dealers and retailers. So the platform has the capability to run and runs today, um, primarily dealers, and it also runs other retail businesses as well, right? RVs and, you know, boats. Uh, there are other businesses that the platform has the capability and runs today. But the biggest focus is, you know, dealers. Bringing the entire core of the dealership business in one technology platform, we talked about this consumer experience. So today is, it's massively fragmented. In, in a dealership, you would, you have, you know, multiple systems, like you pointed out, so many techs. And I've heard from, dealers they use you know 30 40 50 even i've heard from one of the large public companies there are dealerships of theirs use 100 point applications you could imagine how much of a drag this could cause on the business of course they do it with the best interest of 
you know, bringing the best consumer experience, implementing the best technology to their business. But the, what, the, the outcome of what they need eventually is lost because too many of these applications don't talk to each other. The consumer records are duplicated across the board. End of the day, as you know, you are one Marcus and I'm one Jay. I can't be in like, you know, 20 systems with different variations. Um, and uh, it has to be seamless across the board. So we are solving that core problem, bringing all of the core of the business of retail, like shopping and buying a car, servicing and maintaining the car, um, and also engagement, which typically people call a CRM, uh, consumer engagement. All of these consumer workflows comes together in one single platform. It's in a, in a simple words uh, for a dealer. DMS, CRM, digital retailing, payroll, all comes together and many more, um, all comes together in one seamless platform so that the business can be conducted in the most efficient way and dealers can provide the best consumer experience they could provide to their consumers. So that's automotive retail cloud. So just focus on the retail business and running the entire retail operations on our cloud. We have automotive enterprise cloud which is focused on delivering a digital front end for the manufacturers, the OEM partners. But at the end of the day, it's an ecosystem. The OEMs and dealers have to work together very closely to provide what consumer is looking for, because that's where the more friction there is, the less the consumer is going to come back and get the uh, experience that they're looking for. So what we are doing is ensuring which that capability really didn't exist, where giving the manufacturer a complete online, starting from configurator shopping to the digital buying for consumers, giving that capability as a platform is what we are delivering through automotive enterprise cloud. And we also give the capability for the manufacturers to really onboard all of their dealers as part of that platform as well. Um, and we do have already large you know, OEMs as our customers running on that platform very successfully and seeing value. The third is the automotive partner cloud. I mentioned three. So the first is automotive retail cloud. The second is the automotive enterprise cloud. And then the third one is automotive partner cloud. Because as I mentioned, this is an ecosystem. So while we solve the core of what is needed for uh, a dealer and what is needed for OEM from a retail perspective, we also understand clearly this is an ecosystem play. It has to be an ecosystem coming together. So we've created a, a partner cloud where all of the technology partners and other uh, you know, industry partners like insurance companies, you know, like companies like ride sharing companies like you know, Lyft or Uber. So all of these can come together as partners, ensuring there is seamless API integration. The common interest is how do you provide the best experience to our consumers through that seamless integration and data sharing that can be done securely and in the most compliant way. So just summarize it, one technology platform, three clouds is what we are delivering to the industry. So that's what Techion does. Wow. So what, what have been some of the biggest challenges as a tech company pioneer, pioneering this new idea in the automotive sector, which you know typically has been slow in adapting new ideas? Yeah, uh, it, the challenges, I would say, um, I mean, we've overcome uh, many of those challenges. The early days, um, the challenges was, which, which is not a challenge anymore, 
is, you know, like you pointed out to your earlier comment, uh, dealers and OEMs have been tired looking at new tech. Um, too many, too many also were very flashy, didn't live up to the expectation. So they were always quite skeptical about anything new that comes up. Um, so we had to show something that is super compelling and not incrementally, you know, valuable for them, right? So because they've seen too many shiny objects, like you pointed out, lots of tech. As I said, some are good, some didn't live up to the expectation, some are really poor. So I think it took a lot of effort for us in the early days, uh, the first few years, to truly show why Techion is different. It's not one other technology among all the hundred they're using. Why it is fundamentally going to change their the way they do business for good reasons, and why Techion is the platform that will help and is helping to level the playing field for the industry to really deliver what the modern consumer is looking for and also to compete with you know some of the new players like even in the used cars uh, you know uh, space or even the new car space um, and i think that is resonating well and now i think the tide has turned um, there's a lot more i would say um, uh, dealers understanding um, what value we are delivering and in fact uh, they embraced uh, techion extremely well so we are getting so much incoming demand now both from you know dealers as well as uh, our manufacturing partners uh, which has been a very very positive for us that's interesting you know what um so i'm going to i'm going to i'm going to throw a question at you um <laughs> that that's probably going to be a little bit unexpected, but how would you rate right now mm. sort of the dealerships when it comes to adapting new tech on a scale of one to five with five being the highest? I would suggest, I would say, see, uh, again, uh, it's, a, it's a great question. I may have to have a slightly longer because this varies by dealership, right? You know this, right. they're not very progressive, like any industry. There are very progressive dealers, to be honest with you, they raise their hands. In fact, this morning, um, I met with a group which is 31 dealerships, uh, rooftops. And without me, they brought it up and said like, oh, can we be early adopters for your product? And we want to be for anything new that you're bringing up, right? That is not common, but we I hear more of that nowadays. So since you asked me to rate, I would probably um, rate an average dealer somewhere between, uh, you know, it was, I would say it was three earlier, but now, now I would say it is four. And there are dealerships who are five. They'll say, immediately raise their hands and, you know, say, I want to adopt new tech. Uh, so it is, I would, right now, it is between somewhere around, I would say four. Wow. Wow. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, so so how, how, will how will Techion look to push the boundaries uh, of, of this space even more moving forward? Yeah. We are we are uh, we are already <laughs> we are already doing that. So I'm smiling. We are pushing the boundaries across the board. So um, in many many ways, um, there are a lot of things. So one of the you, you asked about challenges. So one other thing is uh, which we are you know working on educating more and more. And the good thing is, as I said, um, they're receiving it very well and embracing the change as well. The one of the things where like people are so used to how they were doing things in the past. So like, you know, with the legacy systems or platforms, they may, you know, 
remember like 150 key combinations on how to do things. Even though it might be the most, uh, I would say, roundabout way of doing things, like things that may take like one or two clicks, they may type in 20 different key codes or, you know, 20 different steps to do it. But because they have done it for 20 years, they it's in their muscle memory. They know exactly how to do automatically within their sleep. They know how to, you know, just go create a parts order or, you know, um, repair order or type in a job, whatever, right? So the, the education we have done pushing the boundaries in some of these areas is, um, one, making it really simple from a transition perspective, right? Not only that, from education perspective, educating them why this is the easiest way for them to do business. And it's a little bit of work, <clears throat> but at the same time, it involves both. It involves education. It also involves the software to be making it super intuitive. Uh, the easiest example, you know, we all could relate to is, you know, switch from a BlackBerry to an iPhone, right? Even though it looked, you know, fancy, new, sometimes it's a little bit, uh, I, I, would I even get used to because I'm so, you know, used to typing in, in the keyboard, touch and feel. But as you know, because Apple made it so easy for people, anyone to switch, it may take like, you know, a few hours, sometimes that may be a day or two switching rather than, as you know, today in a DMS uh, world, in a dealership, it takes like six months to a year for anyone to get used to a new DMS um, with the training and switching key combinations and all of those. So we've pushed the boundary to say there are two, three areas we have done together, right? So one is mm, ensuring the software is the most intuitive and the simplest to use. And, and we have incredible validation for doing that. Um, there is a, you know, just an example yesterday, um, which one of my um, implementation managers, you know, posted in our Slack channel. We get this all, all the time. He said, I was in a meeting um, with the whole dealer group. We were doing a checkpoint. And then the fixed ops director was sitting right in the room. And there was a person who came in and say, hey, by the way, all of you guys are here. I need, uh, uh, you know, tech to be reassigned, a job to be reassigned. Unfortunately, I don't have a privilege. All my managers or supervisors are sitting here. The fixed ops director log quickly opened the laptop and he said, okay, just took a couple of minutes. Um, and then he said, oh, by the way, I reassigned the job. Right. And then he also announced it to the whole group saying that, by the way, guys, I need to tell you, this is the first time I'm logging into Techion. I've been in other DMSs for so many years. It took months and months. This is the first time I'm logging into Techion because it was a checkpoint post the implementation. He said, I was able to instantly go. I didn't have any training. I was able to go know exactly where I need to go to reassign a job, which I wouldn't have been, been able to do with the previous. So making the product super intuitive and simple is important for the transition. And then also innovation. Something it's in our DNA, which I feel was kind of forgotten in the, um, in the industry, especially the core software in the, de in the dealership space. While there were point solutions, small innovations happening, but not the fundamental or the core, which we have massive amount of innovation. So if you talk to our customers, they will be so pleasantly thrilled and they won't you know, stop raving about like how many new things that they get that they love, which really, as I talked about earlier, leveling the playing field and even giving them an edge is something we continue to do. 
in in closing, Jay, I, one of the things that often comes up when, mm-hmm. when you're talking about um, all of this technology mm-hmm. um, is the idea of the human connection. Yeah. How does the, how does that human how does the idea of the human connection play a role in 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 Techion as as a company? Super important, and honestly, it culturally also that's uh, something in our you know DNA. We tell all of our teams right. So our we consider every one of our customer as our partner, and we tell this to the team culturally within our team how much they are you know attached to the purpose. Our people are the one who are delivering technology, right? So end of the day, technology doesn't show up by itself. Technology is an enabler. And in, internally within Techion, we have some phenomenal people which produce that technology. And same thing, they make that connection to our customers. So we call our dealers as partners, our OEMs as partners. And we truly believe our success is intertwined with their success. If we deliver incredible value, we are going to, you know, push them up and we're going to lift ourselves up as well with them. So that is very important. And then the second is our teams connecting to the users itself. So we do as a company, I don't know, I've not heard this from any other player in this space. We check NPS in different forms, almost in every touch point with our customers. Directly to the users, you know, we do not only surveys, within the product there is a capability to give feedback. So we strongly believe in that closed feedback loop, empathizing with our users who are really conducting their business on our platform. So thanks for asking that, Marcus. It's a very important one for us. The human connection, I would say, is the key. And end of the day, humans are the one who produces technology. Wow. Great insight, um, Jay. Thank you again for joining us into the point. Absolutely, Marcus. And you're most welcome. And thanks again for the opportunity to, you know, speak to you and to your listeners through you. Uh, Great questions. Really enjoyed the conversation. Yeah, looking forward to staying in touch and reconnecting in the future. Now, back to the noise.